John Evans was the territorial governor of Colorado. He was the time before Colorado was a state. And he was, in addition, the supervisor of Indian affairs, um, which meant he was supposed to negotiate peace with the tribes here and try to get them to be on the reservation, which was projected to be near Fort Lyon. Um, this was a time when Denver had a population of about 5,000 people. Colorado was not yet a state, but a large number of settlers and miners were coming into Colorado and encroaching on indigenous lands and driving away the buffalo. And um, so it made a situation where Cheyennes and Arapahoes were impoverished. Um, and the Cheyennes and Arapahoes actually, partly because the U.S. Army and the settlers were highly armed, were comparatively highly armed and were many, um, did not, in general, want a war. And in fact, a number of leaders worked for peace throughout this whole period, like Black Kettle. And so um, in 1864, um, Governor Evans declared or fantasized that there was a general Indian war against whites and kept proclaiming the necessity of war, even though no other military leader except John Chivington here was not really a military leader. But no military leader and nobody in Washington thought that they should open up a war on the second front because they were fighting the Civil War at the very same time. And it would be a tremendous and dangerous waste of men and resources for them to fight against Native Americans. So the whole aim was to get Native Americans to accept being in a relatively confined space. And Evans was supposed to negotiate that. So Evans did not negotiate that. And Chivington, who he was in constant touch with, this was, again, very unusual for an Indian agent, the guy in Utah who actually made a settlement with the Native Americans there after there had been a big slaughter at the by the U.S. Army at the Bear River Massacre in January 1863, he went and negotiated a deal with them. In contrast, Evans did not. One further point, this was Cheyenne and Arapaho land by treaty, by the Treaty of Fort Laramie of 1851. It was still Cheyenne and Arapaho land during the time Evans was here until Evans would have negotiated something else. In reality, what the American settlers were doing and the army was committing aggression against the indigenous people and trying to force them to do what they wanted. Um, under the circumstances, the Native Americans exhibited amazing good nature. That is to say, they didn't want to have a war with the whites. They were mainly frightened about this and tried as best they could to negotiate. And one of the most disturbing things about Governor Evans was that he did the opposite, including at a famous meeting at Camp Well near Denver, um, a soldier named Ned Weinkoop brought 
um, Black Kettle and the other Cheyenne and Arapaho leaders in over 400 miles. They agreed to come in with him. They, in fact, organized the possibility so they would be safe and met with Governor Evans begging or pleading for peace. Pleading is a better word, I'm sorry, for peace. And Evans refused to make peace with them. And that was September 28th, and the slaughter at Sand Creek was November 29th. What do you hope will happen as a result of this report being released yesterday by DU? I hope that there will be over um, the next couple of years a lot of education about Sand Creek, a lot of discussion. The University of Denver and Colorado were built, Denver and Colorado were built on this slaughter. It's a shameful thing. And I think, one, that we have to recognize that this happened um, and acknowledge it. Two, that we have to make a new start toward having a genuinely inclusive multiracial democracy in which we do not celebrate genocidal slaughters. This drove the Cheyennes and Arapahoes from Colorado. They are now in their descendants of Wyoming and Oklahoma. Three, I think that it is very important to rename some things named for Evans myself. I think that will be discussed here. Um, one example is that I'm an Evans professor. It's the highest distinction the university offers or reward the university offers for research and scholarship. Despite Evans' other accomplishments, I regard it as shameful that he did this and odious to have a professorship named for him. And I think that the citizens of Colorado need to take in that Mount Evans is named for someone who committed a great crime. And, for example, if we had the Jefferson Davis Mountain or the, or the Nathan Bedford Forest Mountain named for the founder of the Ku Klux Klan, Memphis renamed two parks that were named for them January in January 2013. And Evans is lionized in Colorado and in Evanston, Illinois, you know, Evans Boulevard, in a way that is exactly the opposite of what he deserves.